Welcome back to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. When the world tells men that they should somehow not play the hero, I am reminded that Adam, in his first opportunity to play such a part, ate the apple, and paradise was lost. Why should this scene be something that we want to perpetuate with men instead of challenging men to rise up and play the hero? Does the world ever gain a thing when men play small? Men are being told at every level that they should be less ferocious, or at least less manly, and in many cases that they can even become women. Men have never really understood how women think completely. And now some people say that you can just take a few pills and cut off some appendages, and this is going to fix that issue. Really? The same people say that women need to become more ferocious, or at least less feminine, and in many cases that they can even become men. Men pee standing up, and they generally make a mess of things in the process. Why would a woman ever want to add to that world? Yet major universities are promoting such things because they say there is so much money to be made from counseling the mutilated in the aftermath. Rational thought does not lead human actions into dumping their business in a cat litter box. But these woke ideas could certainly go there. Manhood and womanhood stem from time immortal, thus creating a sanctifying ethos about these two very distinct and opposite physical, emotional, and psychological characteristics. Men and women are the perfect mates. They complement each other. Their natures are distinct, yet perfect together. The two shall become one. These things are as true as the sun rising in the east and setting in the west. We are in great need today for men to be reminded of their nobility, that which comes from the bone and marrow, the heart and soul of being created in the image of God Almighty. These non-negotiable tenets that lead to that nobility must be taught to our children. Tenet number one, adversity is part of life. Fight through it. Joshua 1.9 tells us, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. The phrase, do not be afraid, is mentioned 365 times in Scripture. There are no ceremonies today where young men are sent out into the world in order to return with the head of a lion, but being thrown out on your own to face adversity on your own is sorely needed among modern men. Number two, failures, flush them, and immediately prepare yourself for the next opportunity. 1 Peter 5.10 tells us that, And God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. A man needs to learn that failure is not fatal, unless a man fails to get up again, of course. Rise up every time, old man. Number three, things of great value cost more than money. Matthew 6.26 tells us, Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? The only thing of great value that remains from a man's life is the love he has shared with others. Money can't buy that love. Number four, humility. It's a small word, but having it makes a big difference. Proverbs 147.6 tells us, The Lord lifts up the humble, he casts the wicked to the ground. 
If you consider that every person you meet today is someone that God has placed before you to love, then your plate would be so heavy that you would have to rely on God to lift you up and carry the load. And this, of course, would place you in very good hands. Number five, if you quit, you're a quitter. James 1.12 says, Blessed is the man that endures temptation. Matthew 24.13 says, But he that endures unto the end, the same shall be saved. So suck it up, buttercup. Every one of us hates pain and suffering. Wasn't it Jacob who first wrestled with God, but in the end, Jacob received the blessing? Number six, write down your dreams. God told the prophet Habakkuk to write down the vision he received in bold print upon stone tablets. But this is only partial instruction for making a commitment. Remember what it says in Proverbs 16.3, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Writing them down in stone helps you keep the record straight. Number seven, play with passion or don't play at all. We are called by God to live a life that takes a full buy-in. To believe in some things that we cannot always see, we call that faith. And it creates within us a disposition for hope in all circumstances, regardless of the score. Life involves competition, whether it be work, games, or just survival. Why should a person approach anything that matters in this life with any less commitment and passion than it takes for one to be victorious? Number eight, live by a code. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. These words come from the book of Deuteronomy and express a oneness with God, His incomparability, and an all-consuming love for Him in thoughts that are focused, words that are spoken, and deeds that are to be done. People who won't stand for something will easily fall for anything. Number nine. Excuses are for losers. Own your life. It says in Proverbs 28:13, Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Every person fails, errs, and at times falls flat on their face. When we own that in ourselves, others will accept that. Excuses and lies they will not accept ever. Number 10, follow through on your word, even when it hurts. It says in Luke 16, He who is faithful in a very little is faithful also in much, and he who is dishonest in a very little is dishonest also in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the use of unrighteous wealth, who will entrust the true riches to you? And if you have not been faithful in the use of that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? So rise up, O man! and teach your children well. Ask yourself if these 10 qualities would make you more or less attractive, more or less victorious, more or less wealthy. Standing closer to the king has always been a sign of strength. Standing closer to the light has always created a clearer picture. And standing up tall and straight with your shoulders back has always created a better image of you. Don't play small, old man play the hero. Ain't it so? This is Gittin' Grit signing off. Blessings to you all. Dominus Vobiscum.